This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Everyone needs to unload on someone who's unbiased and who isn't judging. Visit betterhelp.com super and unload the stress. Hey, brother! Well, guys, another weekend has come and gone, and as such, so has another viewing of Encanto and the Family Madrigal. And, and I finally got my son Luke to watch the entire thing, and afterwards I asked him if he liked it, and he said, and I quote, Yes! Ah, oh, my perfect golden child. I promise I will only expect perfectly reasonable and realistic things out of you and vow to encourage and nourish your natural born talents, interests, and strengths and believe that you are capable of anything. Unlike a certain abuela I know, am I right? See, we brought a full circle. Honestly, the one of the things that bothered me the most the first time I saw Encanto was like how much shade the abuela is throwing at Mirabelle for not having a power when she also doesn't have a power. Some people. Honestly though, I thought it must've just like missed something on my first pass. Like did I, did I not hear what it was? Does she just not use it very often? But no, even if you try and just like look it up on her wiki, it just says in charge of the family's magic, which you know what? I'm gonna call that vague at best. But like she has a glowing door, which Mirabelle didn't get. So she must have something going for her. Right? Well, today we try and find out what is Abuela's power. Guys, real quick, before we dive into today's video, I would love to encourage everyone watching to fill out our SCB annual survey. Your feedback is crucial to what we do here. And if you watch or listen to any of the things we make here, we would love to hear from you. It takes less than 10 minutes to fill out and is vital to helping us know like how we're doing. What can we improve on? What do you want to see? Not to mention it is a huge deciding factor in like where we go for meetups and stuff, which hopefully we can do again soon, you know, if COVID ever, but seriously, it only takes a few minutes to fill out. It helps us out a ton. There is a link in the description down below. Thank you in advance. Okay, so when it came to figuring out Abuela's power, if there even is one, we had many different angles we could try and approach it from, but we decided to go with the most natural entry point her door. The doors of the family Madrigal are all incredibly unique and appear to be like where their very powers are sourced from. I mean, it's when they touch one of the doorknobs that they're first gifted their power to begin with. And then when cracks start behaving behind any character's door, they start losing their power. Not only that, but each door is also extremely representative of what each character's power is. Luisa is lifting weights, Antonio's is covered in animals, you get the picture. So what's on Abuela's door? Well, really not much. Just her holding the candle that powers the family's miracle adorned with the butterfly. But like, is holding a candle really a power? Ooh, look how powerful I am. This actually does smell so good though, and if you want one of your own, they're available at carlinbrotherscoffee.com. They're super fun. When the wax melts all the way down, you can collect a little magical charm from the bottom. Sorry, that wasn't really related. Or actually, maybe it was, because you know who also always has a little charm on them in the shape of a butterfly? Abuela. Boom, full circle again, nailing it today. Now, of course, this isn't that surprising of an adornment to her outfit, because it's obviously just a nod to the candle again. But also, yet again, it is another nod to what her power must actually be, because believe it or not, every member of the family Madrigal's clothing represents their power as well. Luisa's dress has little dumbbells on it. Isabella's is obviously covered in flowers. Camillo has chameleons on it for his shape-shifting. Dolores has little sound waves for her hearing. Papa's dress has suns on it. Julieta
Nieto is wearing an apron and sporting a mortal and pestle on hers, and even Bruno's poncho has little hourglasses representing time. Seriously, guys, the attention to detail of this movie is insane. But the point is that the butterfly is obviously linked to whatever Abuela's supposed power is. So then the question is, what is the butterfly? Or maybe better yet, who? is the butterfly. And you probably don't need me to tell you the answer. It's Pedro, Abuela's deceased husband, whose sacrifice gave them the miracle to begin with. In fact, if you look at the translation of, and forgive my pronunciation, Dos Ogritas, Dos Ogritas, yeah, I feel like I have to sing it or I can't say it. Okay, whatever. The point is it's about two capitillars. Caterpillars, dang it. It's a hard word, you guys. Middle 10 words at best. No one ever talks about the middle 10 words. Point is, Dos Ogritas is about two caterpillars that fall in love and of course, eventually become flutterbys. Butterflies. But the real message of the song is that in order for them to become butterflies, they can't hold on to each other too tight. Because at some point, they have to let go of each other and go into the cocoons and just trust what's on the other side. And that once you're in the cocoon, as comfortable as those walls might be, eventually you're going to have to take them down or else you can never emerge. In fact, here's some of the full translated lyrics. Cocooned and waiting, each in their own world, anticipating what happens after the rearranging and so afraid of change in a world that never stops changing. So let the walls come down the world will never stop changing. Which actually brings us back to Abuela's clothes because although she's normally just seen sporting her um, mauve dress, what color would you call this? I mean, it's definitely not red, but not really purple, pink, no. Ah, you know what? It's 870B36, one of my favorites. Do they sell crayons with the Pantone codes on them? I would buy those. Anyway, even though Abuela is normally just sporting her dress sometimes for formal occasions, she also adds in this a black shawl also adorned with butterflies. And this shawl actually speaks volumes because she's wearing it to show that she is still in mourning of her deceased husband, Pedro, which is indeed a very endearing sentiment. But also it has been 50 years. So going back to the song, what the shawl really represents is that Abuela has actually never left the cocoon. She's holding on too tight to the past and literally cocooning herself in mourning, which consumes all of her focus. And in the beginning, yeah, that made sense. Her husband's sacrifice becomes the miracle, becomes the candle. It is represented by the butterfly. So yeah, it's on her door. She wears it on her clothes. The problem is that in the last 50 years, there's been a lot more to care about and love than just the butterfly, which brings me to Mirabelle. Because if there's any other character that is associated with the golden butterfly, it's Mirabelle. It appears all over her dress, it's in her vision with Bruno, and of course she's the one with Abuela when the giant swarm of butterflies surrounds them at the end. But the difference is that Mirabelle is associated with and is sporting way more than just the butterfly. Like, yes, they are the most prominent thing on her dress, but if you take a closer look, every single gift the family has is represented on Mirabelle's clothing. She has a candle for Abuela, a toucan and a jaguar for Antonio. She's got her own face on there, cause hey, you gotta love yourself too. She has flowers for Isabella, waits for Luisa, a sun and possibly some rain for Peppa, a chameleon for Camillo, and Dolores, I admit, is a little tricky, but this little heart does 
does match her earrings. And of course her ears are her superpower. But like, do you see what I'm getting at? Do you see the difference? Abuela and Mirabelle are the only two without gifts, but one of them is repping the family in a way more inclusive way than the other. Abuela puts the miracle first and the family second. Mirabelle does the opposite. And it is sort of weird because like in her mind, Abuela is doing everything she can to honor Pedro's sacrifice. But oddly, Mirabel is doing it in a much better way because his sacrifice was so that the family could be. Abuela is celebrating his sacrifice. Mirabel is celebrating the family. And obviously this extends way beyond just their wardrobe. I mean, Mirabelle spends the entire movie championing everyone else in her family and celebrating who they are outside of their gifts. Like the entire opening number for the movie is just Mirabelle belting out loud how amazing everyone in her family is. If you're impressed, imagine how I feel. Even Isabella, she says is perfect, even though we later learn they have those differences. Differences that can I just say are brilliantly summarized in this single but brief facial experience expression from Mirabelle during Isabella's portion of We Don't Talk About Bruno. I swear they ripped this expression right off of Katniss's face. But it's not just the opening number, it's what she's doing with everyone. Like she gives Antonio gifts before his door ceremony and even walks him to the door when he's scared. She helps Luisa lighten her load. She helps Isabella live in the moment. She even coaxes Bruno out of hiding. Meanwhile, Abuela spends the movie trying to force everyone into perfection by utilizing their gifts. And when Mirabelle confronts Abuela about this, she finally crosses the line and openly fails and the magic disappears. And that moment I think is what really and truly reveals Abuela's gift. She is indeed the keeper of the magic, but really it's more like a job than it is a gift. If she's able to value and encourage her family, the magic will continue to exist. That's her power. The power to keep the magic alive. And it's the same power Mirabelle has. That's why when they rebuild the house, the magic returns. And I have to say, in a really beautiful and just humble moment, I think the very last person Mirabelle has to learn to celebrate is herself, which she is at long last finally able to do when they hand her the doorknob. I see me. Ugh, seriously, guys, if this movie doesn't make you cry, I don't... I, you, you're made of stronger stuff than me. Anyway, sure enough, once the magic returns, Mirabelle finally gets her door. But fittingly, it's not to her room, it's to the entire house. Their entire house. And her door, unlike anyone else's, doesn't just sport her, but the entire family, including the other members who also don't have powers. It is truly the exact opposite of Abuela's door, which again, had the miracle front and center instead of the family. In fact, we only get to see inside of Abuela's room for a second, but it is an exact replica from when she was a young mother and Pedro was still alive. This is super touching, but again, it is a door to the past. Mirabelle's door is the front door of a brand new house, meaning that her door is a door to the future. And that's why in the end, we think Abuela and Mirabelle actually have the same gift. They're the keeper of the magic. Personally, I love that this is sort of like a baton that has to be passed. Like it makes sense when you think about it because of course Abuela is not gonna live forever. So obviously someone else has to become the keeper of the magic. And I like to think that in future generations, the not getting a power when you touch the doorknob will suddenly be like a huge honor rather than this like scathing disappointment. Like, you know, everyone's gonna kind of be holding their breath like, oh my God, they're the next keeper of the magic. 
and then that kid's gonna have so much expectations placed upon them. Like, <laughs> that's in Kanto too, which is about Bruno's kids. And they're twins, and one of them's special, and one of them's not. Oh, but I mean, multiples run in their family. It's impossible. Maybe it's his grandkids. Anyway, guys, what do you think? Do you agree? Is Mirabelle the future keeper of the magic? Let me know all of your thoughts in the towel section down below. Also, one more shout out to the annual SCB survey. There is a link to that as well. Only takes a few minutes to fill out and it really helps us moving forward. Thanks again. Thanks as always for watching today's video. Don't forget to leave a like on it if you haven't already and subscribe so you don't miss any future Disney action from us. If you want to see Bruno's other, other secret ability, you know, like besides acting, obviously you can check out this video right here. But otherwise, until next time, Ben, I will see you in another life. Bro.